Good day everyone and how are you all feeling today? I hope well and blessed with good health and all that God has in store for you. Welcome again to Let's Reason Together with Dr. Jen's podcast where I attempt to encourage you and myself on life's journey. With each podcast, I will try my best with the help of God to motivate you and by God's grace give you a better understanding of life. We are continuing on a series of topics on how to fight and win life's battles. This week's podcast topic is, and it's episode 13, Don't Run From Your Enemies. Don't run from your enemies. So tune in to all my podcasts and YouTube videos. And I promise you that at the end of each episode, you will be encouraged and have a renewed spirit. However, all I ask of you is to listen, share, like, and subscribe to my YouTube channel. That's Dr. Jennifer Agard. YouTube channel is Dr. Jennifer Agard. Also, you are welcome to leave a feedback, questions, and comments on my email address. My email address is jenlawings at gmail.com. That's jen, J-E-N-L-A-W-I-N-S at gmail.com. So let's get into the podcast. Thank you. Episode 13. The topic is don't run from your enemies. Don't run from your enemies. I'm going to go directly into the scriptures because the scripture guides us as to how to live our life today. It applies to all situations. So I'm going to go to 1 Samuel chapter 17 from verses 1 to 54. And I will leave you to read it, the entire chapter, on your own time. But I will summarize it. The Israelite King Saul and the Philistines were at war. They set out to battle at the camp of Oak Valley. The Philistines had a great army including Goliath who was a giant, almost 10 feet tall, dressed for war in an an armored weighed 126 pounds bronze chin guards and holding a bronze sword that weighed over 15 pounds he was confident in his ability to fight anyone who dared to come against him he was overconfident daily he shouted you don't have to use your the entire army to come out and fight me just send one of your best men to fight me if he kills me the philistines will become your slaves but if i kill him the israelites will become our slaves the israelites were afraid of him but david a little shepherd boy came by to bring his older brothers who were in the army food He heard Goliath shouting his fighting words and instead of being fearful, he challenged him. I will fight you, the little boys thought. The little boy thought he was, the other boys, the older brothers, I'm sorry, the older brothers thought he was crazy to think that he could fight Goliath and try to discourage him. 
but David was confident. He thought he was he was experienced enough to fight the giants since he fought bears and and lions away from his his father's sheep with his bare hand. Hands. When Saul heard David was going to fight Goliath, he dressed him with his army outfit, which was bronze helmet, a bronze helmet on his head and sword over his armor. It was big and heavy, and David could not even walk in them. So he removed the, outf- the outfit and headed off to fight Goliath. He put on his own armor, his own outfit, five smooth stones, his pouch, and a sling. That was all he needed to fight Goliath. He walked up against the giant and said, You come to fight me with a sword, a spear, and a javelin, but I come to fight you with the Lord Almighty on my side. And I know God will help me to defeat you. But his words did not frighten Goliath. As the giant Goliath moved to attack him, David took out his stone, a stone from his pouch, placed it in the slingshot, and shot the giant in his forehead, killed him instantly. Then all the Philistines or the Philistines ran away, and the Israelites looted what was left behind in the enemy's camp. After that, David took Goliath's sword, cut off his head, and returned it to the king, to King Saul, as proof. In conclusion, David beat the Philistines and Philistines with a sling and a sword and hit him and killed him. No sword needed to fight that battle. He also used the enemy's sword to cut off his head. Here are my thoughts on this story. Sometimes we have to face our enemies face on. We have to stand up and fight. The battlefield may be hostile, dangerous, and seem impossible to manage, but we cannot back down. Backing down may cost us our lives. What is your battle today? Is it your husband, wife, sickness, your son, your daughter, or drugs? What are you fighting today? Who or what is your enemy or your giant that you want to defeat? Are you in a situation that seems to be burying you alive? Are you in a situation and, and do not know how, have any idea or what to do? Should I walk away from the situation? Should I not walk away? All left for you to do is to fight and to fight that giant to win. I am here to tell you to have courage and stand strong against your giant, against your situation and fight. Please know that you are not fighting your giant or your situation alone. God is on your side. He is standing next to you. He is holding you up and leading the way. Just trust him to the end of your battle. Let us examine the story and apply it to our lives. 
What was interesting is that the, the battlefield was in the valley, not on the mountain. It is when you and I are in our low, at our lowest point in our life that the enemy comes to attack. When you are unemployed and, and that the landlord wants to kick you out, he or she has no mercy on your situation, or when you are sick and that your spouse wants, then is when your spouse wants to divorce you or to walk out from your life. It is always when you are in the valley, in your deepest, deepest moments of sadness, never on the mountaintop, that you are tested. The enemy wants to fight you when you are alone in your valley of distress, a place of weakness. David was not physically equipped to fight the giant. He was a small little boy. But emotionally and spiritually, he was well prepared. Sometimes you don't always feel ready on the other side, physically, on the outside, physically, to fight the battle. But on the inside, emotionally, you can. You just need to get your mind ready and your spirit will follow. Your enemy may seem big like a giant before you. For example, you receive a bad report from the doctor. Your giant, the giant is facing you close up. He's staring you in your face. But I am here to encourage you not to give up. Do like David. David's older brothers told him he was too young, frail, and inexperienced to fight the Goliath. The giant who was over 10 feet tall and dressed ready to fight. He was all dressed with his battlefield outfit, ready for battle. But little did he know that David was well dressed on the inside, emotionally and spiritually ready. His God told him he can win that fight, not to run away, but step forward and face his enemy. David was confident. He thought he was experienced enough to fight the giant since he fought bears and lions away from his father's sheep. I am here to tell you that your experiences in life made you battle ready and you have God on your side Therefore, you can win the fight. You can defeat your enemy, your giant. Saul tried to dress David in his battle outfit. In his outfit. But it did not fit David. It was too big and heavy for him. So David removed them and used what God had blessed him, has blessed him with. His self-confident, his mustard seed fate, five smooth stones, a pouch, and a slingshot. The pouch is a place to hold 
David's plan A, his plan B, his C, his D, and even his E. Secure and ready for battle. It was a secret place in it is a secret place in our hearts where we could guard our faith and put our confidence in God. Our heart is our pouch. Is a pouch. Is our could could be our pouch or represent our pouch where we have all our faith and our trust in God and God alone. Note. David not only had a plan A, a B, a C, and a D, he had all planned. He only used plan A. He was waiting to use the rest if necessary. Sometimes we go to fight our enemies with only one plan, with no other plans in our pouch, no other plans in case we fail. Now, don't get over spiritual with me saying that we only need a plan A. We only need one plan. That is God. Remember, we are not God. We don't know what will be the outcome of our battle. Only God knows. We can trust God for a successful outcome, for only He knows our future. So we must come prepared. The slingshot is our weapon, ready with our prepared bullets to defeat our enemies. David placed the stone, one stone at a time in the slot. He was prepared to place one stone at a time in his slingshot. He didn't use all the stones at once. We need to learn to hide our bullets, our weapons against our enemies. Surprise our enemies. Surprise them. Some of us talk too much. We think that we need to let our friends and everybody know everything about our lives and ourselves and about us. And many times it backfires on us. Keep some things secret between you and God. Now please note, I am not telling you to hide things away from your husband or your spouse or whatever it is. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that sometimes, just as David, he not only had one stone, he had five. He used one, but he still had four waiting in case he need to fight or he did not kill Goliath the first time around. So sometimes you, didn't, you, you, you don't have to reveal all our plans to our enemies and we talk less. Let's look at the five smooth stones. I looked at it and I said, the stones were smooth. If you leave a stone by a water or a beach, the weather and the, the, and the surrounding elements slowly eat away that stone, causing it to become smooth. Even so with us, life experiences smoothen our lives and make us ready to fight battles. Now don't be afraid. Your life experiences already have you prepared to fight the battle. Spiritual represent, let's look at the spiritual representation of David's five stone. The first stone I would say is faith. He prayed, God, 
just as you helped me to kill the bears and the lions in the field, I know that you will help me kill the giant. His second stone that he had, as I would say, plan A, B, C, and D, his second stone, plan B, was trust. If he had his to use that second stone, his prayer would have been, God, I trust, I put my trust in you, and I know that you will allow me to kill my enemy. I know that. Plan C, which was a third stone, was courage. If he had to use that third stone, his prayer would have been, God, you have blessed me with courage to defeat my enemy. I know that you have blessed me with courage. If he had to use plan D, the stone, number four stone, it would have been obedience. If you had to use your fourth stone, his prayer would have been, if he had to use his fourth stone, his prayer would have been, God, I have done what you told me to do. Therefore, I know that you have and will allow me to defeat my enemy. And number the plan D, the fifth stone, if he had to use that stone, his prayer would have been, God, I will praise you. And now and always I know that you will help me to defeat my enemy. So I want us all to remember that we could use our faith to build up, to win our battles. And when that faith as we use our faith, we have trust, we have courage, we have obedience, and we have praise, knowing that God will allow us to defeat our enemies. My words of encouragement today are, it, it comes from the same lesson. It says, you should not only kill your enemy, but cut his head off and loot his belongings. Let me explain. And, and let me explain. In the story, David not only killed the Goliath, he cut off his head and he looted. He took the head back to King Saul. You see, when we kill our enemies, we when you kill your enemy, you must cut off his head to make sure that he or she or the situation is the situation is dead, never to return again. For example, if you walk away from a destructive relationship, don't go back, don't reconnect, leave it completely behind. If not, your bad relationships ship will return to kill you. Also, you should take the loot, meaning to let the experiences within your battle, the experiences within your situation be a memorial for you. Never to forget what you have done or what you have gone through and pray and promise that you will never return, you will never repeat, you will never go back to fight that battle again. Learn your lesson and move on by the grace of God. Learn your lesson. I hope you were encouraged today. 
that you should don't run from your enemy face your enemy knowing that God is on your side and to use your faith your trust your obedience your praise in God that you will win the battle and when you win then you fight your enemy destroy him kill the enemy and put him up put up some part of the enemy as a memorial and to remind you that God has brought you through this particular battle this particular situation and you will never go back I hope you're blessed today God loves you I love you too and remember to love is not only a uh I said not only speak love show love for love is an actual word have a blessed day I hope that you have enjoyed this week's episode and it has encouraged you and most of all uplift your spirits. Come back to my podcast to listen to the entire series on how to fight and win life's battles. It's from episode 9 to 14, six different topics. Don't let anybody see your joy. Choose your battles wisely. Hold your peace and let God fight your battle. Are you fighting when you should be sitting? Don't run from your enemies and are you battle ready? Also visit my YouTube channel at Dr. Jennifer Agard or Jennifer Agard and click on the subscribe button below to be notified every time I post a new video. And visit my website at Let us reason together with Dr. Jen.wordpress.com. Have a good day and thank you.